everyone. Welcome to Live Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM and 700 AM. This is your host, Sirisha Kuchimanchi. I'm a tech exec, a podcast host, and a working mom. I'm so excited to be here today. I wonder if some of you go to the Malabar Golden Jewelry opening ceremony as well. And uh, today we have been talking last week when I started. It was the new year. We were talking about financial health, uh, getting our finances and our financial house in order. I am going to talk about retirement and investing. It may not be the most glamorous topic or the most fun, but think about it this way. If we figure this thing out early on, it just makes life so much simpler to take that trip you want to take or you want to go shopping or even that life experience you want to have. We have things on our maybe on your bucket list that you want to do and just makes it so much easier. And there's so many things we can do early on. The earlier you get started, the more runway you have and it just makes all the math work so much simpler. So I wanted to talk essentially around this and I host a podcast Women Career and Life. It's spelled W O M E N C A R E R and percent L I F E on a podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Google, Apple on any of your podcast platforms and it actually for 2022 was in the top 30% of podcasts. And the reason I brought it up is I interviewed one of the financial advisors and she was talking about some research Edward Jones and one of the non-profits had done on retirement and most of us when we think of retirement we really think of more the finances and the financial aspect but this is something I want all of us to think about it it was eye opening for me and as always if you're not driving hey take out maybe a pen and a paper or an electronic device to take some notes you might find things that you want to follow up on later and check it out so there are four pillars of retirement that's what the research showed of course finances is number 1 the second one is health because when you are ready to retire and you want to enjoy it you want to have your health to do all the things you might have put at the end to do maybe to travel visit people do whatever you choose to do so health was a very important one another one was relationships and family because people want to be invested socially emotionally be connected be it if their service or if they're volunteering but relationships was the third one and the fourth one was purpose so that they knew what they wanted to do here was a tip that i learned and i've read and i've heard from many people if you're thinking of retirement in a few years one of the things you can do is of course you start to plan a few years before that looking at your numbers and what you want to do where you want to live so 4 to 5 years before or at least 3 years before if you have the time start thinking about where you want to live what kind of lifestyle you have what do you want to do after retirement often people want to travel but beyond that what else do you want to do because say you want to volunteer it's a good time to start looking at organizations where you're going to be and start building those relationships maybe volunteering for a little bit of time so that you're built a solid base by the time you're ready to retire even volunteering very much works like work in the sense there is a network people for you to do more than uh, maybe some of the basic stuff and get more engaged with an organization they really need to get to know you to be understand what you can bring to the table so you can start taking small steps and then when you're ready retirement doesn't obviously needs to be same like work and structured so much but you can do what you want and figure out where you want to go a lot of people 
go back and do little side hustles and other things and giving back or start on a new career and so many ways to do it. I wanted to spend time talking about a lot around the finances today and I will weave in stories. The reason I wanted to talk about finances is I'm, maybe some of you might be in the same boat. I came here to the U.S. for graduate school and I've been living here for some time. And a lot of conversations I have with friends and others is many of us, when you come to a new country, the challenge can sometimes be where you find the information and you'll learn trickles of information over time. Listening to Radio Caravan gives you information in so many ways as well. And a recent conversation with a friend of mine who came here to work sometime when she had young children in her 20s, and she was telling me that she only understood about 401ks and IRAs almost a decade later, much into her 30s, that concept existed. And that creates a huge challenge because when you think about 10 years of potential savings to put aside and invest of our money, so the earlier we share this information and this conversation around money, it just makes it so much easier for all of us to hit and enjoy life and move forward and help others as we wish to do and just have a huger impact on our families and our community. And I think it's very important because compound interest is one of those basic things that actually really helps us. So when you think about it, if they say that the earlier you start, if you were to invest, say, $100 in your 20s versus if you started in your 30s, the amount that you save is significantly different over time in just what you're looking at. So when you look at those calculations, it makes a huge difference. So one of if you have young children and they've started their first job, one thing they can do is invest in an IRA. So there are different types of retirement accounts. So I'm going to start with the IRA. The IRA is available. The, basically, all these retirement accounts are as tax rules and stuff. Any investment you need to do, you need to talk to a financial advisor and a tax advisor. But I'm just going to talk to you about the type of accounts, not how to invest and what to invest, because that is a personal decision and you need to be talking to professionals about it. But the accounts exist. There's the IRA accounts, which is there's the traditional and the Roth IRA. And the differences are one, one of them is pre-tax and one is post-tax. One gets taken out money over time that you will you'll pay the taxes and then it grows afterwards. And very often in the Roth, you take it out, you pay your taxes and it grows without, you don't have to pay your taxes afterwards. So the reason I'm bringing up the IRAs, if you have young adults working 16, 17, 18, and they have their first job, they could actually put money into a Roth IRA and start investing today. I know at 16, you're not thinking of retirement. It's not something you're planning for like many decades away. What's the fun in that? You want to go hang out with your friends and do things. And totally you should. But maybe there's a little bit. Maybe even like $10, $20. See if there's an account that you can slowly put money away and let it grow. Just aside, I think it just teaches us the sense of financial savviness we need to do. Because let's be honest, none of us learn it at school. They don't teach us economics or money. There might be some school districts and some schools they do. Most of what we learn, we learn at home by watching family, by watching friends and around us. And we learn our money habits quite early. That's how we pick it up. And we may choose to follow those habits or do differently, but that is a good way to get started. So when you look at retirement and investments, 
one of the things is there's the 401k. So if you are working in a corporate job and almost all of you should have access to a 401k unless your employer might not have enough employees, then they have other ones like a SEP 401k and things. So 401ks are structured in two different ways. There's the traditional 401k and the Roth 401k. And some companies, a lot of companies do have access to Roth 401k, which came only a few years ago that you could start investing in it. And the difference is this, for a traditional 401k, you would invest the money pre-tax. And that is the big advantage of it. Meaning that when you get your paycheck, that paycheck before it gets taxed can be put into a 401k. And the IRS has limits every year on how much that can be and how much you can max out. So it'll be a couple of thousand that you can put into that. And if you are over 50, 55, then the tax bracket, I mean, that contribution amount goes up. So that is a big thing because, first of all, you can get put money pre-tax. But it, traditional 401k is not the only option. There's really the advantages of doing the Roth 401k. You have to see which one works best for you in your circumstances and what is the best investment for you based on everything else you're doing. So either you do the research, you talk to a financial advisor and a tax advisor and figure that out, or even to the or financial agency, the investment firm that's managing your accounts. The... Advantage of the Roth 401k in the other side is, yes, money is put in after taxes, but all the growth that compound interest will give you over time means that you will not have to pay taxes when you withdraw it. While in a traditional 401k, you will pay taxes afterwards. And then some of the other differences are, for one of them, for traditional, you will have to take out the money at a certain percentage at a certain age. I do not want to give the ages and the percentages because the rules keep getting updated and it's best to do your research because, you know, the tax rules change. While for Roth, you have to go look and at that point, you do not have to pull the money out. There are pros and cons for both of it. So see which one applies to you. Sometimes people do a mix of traditional and Roth 401k over time so that they have access to their money at different times as well. The biggest reason you should invest in the 401k is more often than not, your company will have a match. Like companies will be doing 2% match, 4% match, 6% match. What that means is if you are putting money into your account, 4% of that, say your company does, they will match it. So it's like getting free money into your account. So you at least want to contribute that minimum amount so that you, if you're able to, so that you can make the most of this money. If you have been listening to the show from the beginning, I did a show on being laid off and how we can move forward. One of the topics there I talked about was essentially looking at your 401k and looking at your investments and seeing where they are and what you should do. If you have gone through a layoff or are going through a layoff, one of the decisions you can make is to keep your money in your 401k where it is currently itself and not touch it. But a lot of suggestions, a lot of advices, a lot of knowledge out there basically says it's best to roll that money over into a rollover IRA because you can consolidate it and look at your whole investment portfolio as one big thing. But one caution when you're doing a rollover IRA, you have to be very careful and check with the investment firm. Say you're using Fidelity or Vanguard or Charles Schwab or whoever you have your accounts with, 
that when you're rolling over, you follow the right processes and the right procedures. You do not want to inadvertently withdraw the money because there are penalties for withdrawing money early from a 401k. This applies when you're doing a rollover or you want to take out money for a big purchase. So if you are trying to take money out and borrow from your 401k, think really hard and do the numbers or maybe run. There must be online calculators and understanding that information because there's a penalty that they tax you for taking the money out early. So as much as possible, the advice is not to touch this so that you can have that and keep that going as you move forward. And so that is the way to look at it. If you're just tuning in, this is Life Beats with Siri Shiment. As what we can do as we prepare for retirement. A lot of us might be thinking about it, what that looks like. You might have a plan in a, maybe in a few years, a long-term plan, maybe a decade-long plan. And there are so many ways you can get started on this journey early and think about how you want to invest. We're just briefly touching on the concept of 401ks and why it's important to invest in your 401k and start from the day you start your job and whether you run work in a corporation, you, you run your own business, there are different ways you can invest for retirement. And the earlier you get started, just time is your friend here. So you should just make take advantage of that. And the other part is if you work in a company, they do a match. So it is the best way for you to take advantage of that. And this free money that they're giving you is to at least be investing to that match so that you get all the money you can get out of that and get some more contributions in your account. The IRS has max limits each year on how much you can contribute. So that's the maximum you can contribute each year. And if you're over a certain age, it does give you extra contributions you can put in as well. When you're also looking at it, the other thing is, in addition to your 401k, you could invest in an IRA. And that is something to look at as well when you're looking at the investments. We, this is January. So, you know, a lot of us are thinking about what finances are going to look for this year. Are you maybe budgeting? You're getting ready to pay your property taxes probably. In three months, four, I mean, in four months, you'll be essentially getting ready to pay your taxes for April 15th deadline. So when you're thinking about all this, the 401k and IRAs can become part of the tax planning that you're thinking of, not just for your retirement, but as you're looking at yearly taxes on how to leverage that part that benefits your taxes and benefits your long-term retirement as well. So look at that. And one of the things that I really like, there are a lot of these online tools. So say you have Charles Schwab, Fidelity or Vanguard, they have tools within their own sites, whichever firm you might use on doing these retirement calculators. And if you haven't used it, you totally should. No matter if you just started working or you're close to retirement or somewhere in the mid path, Take a look at those numbers. I think it's a great tool because it's really eye-opening to see what those numbers look like. In essence, if you were to break the calculator down, they want very simple information. They want to know how much you spend each year. And if you haven't done that, something to think, start calculating in 2022. If you have not budgeted for the year, 
go look at how much your expenses and what your budget was for 2022. You could go to wherever, if you use a credit card or your bank account, you can go look at those numbers. There's a lot of basically apps and things where you can do less mint money. Then there is personal capital, a lot of these places where you can track all your finance together. Once you know what your expenses are and what your projected expenses are, how many years you want to work, I'm breaking it down very simplistically. And that's sometimes how the calculators are. They usually account for inflation. They'll tell you if they do or not. And it gives you a number of what it thinks you need to have when you plan to do retire. I think it's always good to run those numbers. If you haven't, I would say run it this weekend because I had a friend of mine who was contemplating retiring and this calculator, which took her maybe five, 10 minutes to run. What she found was she needed only a small percentage of what her mental estimate was. So I think whether it will be eye-opening in the, oh, I don't need as much or, oh, I need that much, whichever way it is, I think it's always good for us to know how much we need to retire. So go ahead and run that numbers and look at that and see what that looks like. If you have more questions, you want me to discuss this in more detail, either the budgeting, the numbers, or get someone to make a professional to come on the radio show to have a talk about it, or talk about the type of investments and get someone to talk, you can email me at lifebeats104.1 at gmail.com. So let me spell it out for you. L-I-F-E-B-E-A-T-S 104.1 at gmail.com. So let me repeat again, L-I-F-E-B-E-A-T-S 104.1 at gmail.com. If you have questions in this or any of the rodeo shows I've done in the past or anything we want to be talking about, you can email me, you can send me a voicemail with your name and where you're from and ask the question and I may even play it on the radio show. So as we're talking and you've tuned in right now. This is Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan, 104.1 FM and 700 AM. Thank you for joining us today. On this show, we cover various things that the career, our finances, our life, so that we can all learn together. So last week, we talked about getting our financial house in order and basically improving our financial health. Of course, it's the year we are looking at new resolutions and stuff. We talked last week about credit history, credit cards, credit bureaus, and stuff like that. Today, we are talking about retirement and investments. If you missed any of this, you can find the same show on a later date on the podcast platforms as well to check Live Beats with Sirisha, and you should be able to hear some old episodes. One of the things when we look at retirement that we often don't think about, I'm going to go back to the research I shared in the beginning that Edward Jones and a nonprofit did together of a lot of people, it was a huge population that they studied and found that there were four pillars for retirement. Often, most of us think of only the finances, but really the other three pillars are just as strong. It's so you need these four pillars because you think of a three-legged stool versus a four-legged stool. Of course, unless three-legged stool is made, we need all four legs to stand. Every piece of furniture you see almost always has four legs. So these four legs are very important for you to have a successful retirement. It's not that you cannot retire, but you want it to be successful. So finances, of course, a very key part of it. A second one is health. So as the new year comes, I know a lot of new year resolutions. So I'm hoping you're able to execute on them. Maybe step out for a walk, go for a walk with a friend, whether you've taken up 
yoga, you're going to the gym, maybe swimming, what whatever that thing is to you, however you're choosing to improve your health, build strength, get stronger, invest in your health, because that is one of the most key things that will be the most important things when you retire as well. The other two things were family and relationships, having strong relationships and family because you want to feel socially connected and emotionally connected and have a community around you. And family and relations does not have to be just siblings or parents or kids. Family can be extended friends. It could be whoever you define as part of your family. So think of family in a more broad term. And you can decide what that family looks like for you, what the structure looks like for you. And it doesn't have to be obviously decided today. Life changes, so you figure things out. And one of the other parts is the fourth leg is also purpose. Like often if you're especially working for an organization and you have worked for a long time, you know you have worked very hard. Retirement will be different. Can you think of how many hours? So if you've worked eight hours a day, into 40, I'm doing the math as I'm talking to you. That's 160 hours a week. Actually, no, let me go back. 40 hours a week into approximately 50 weeks. So it's about 2,000 hours that you work in a year. Retirement often is 20 to 30 years. That's 40,000 hours that you will have in retirement. So what are we going to do with those 40,000 hours? We've talked about the money. But money is not going to fill the 40,000 hours. That's why the health is there needed for doing everything else. The relationships, the purpose. Now we're talking about purpose and that's why the purpose is important for the 40,000 hours. It could be anything you choose to do. You could take up a new hobby, a new sport, travel, move to a place, maybe find deeper relationships, volunteer. But think about it in a very broad scale. If you're really planning for retirement or thinking about it and it's in the near future, something to think about a few years ahead is, I'm restating this, is think about where do you want to live, what kind of setting you want to live. Maybe you even want to think of what kind of place, whether an apartment, a house, a farm, whatever it is. Think of what that looks like. Who is going to be near you? Because now we've talked about the setting. You obviously, you should run the numbers and see how much you will need for retirement and what that lifestyle will look like and whether the setting suits it. You may want to look at the community around you. So that takes care of the family and relationship part. So there's finance, there's the family and relationship. How are you going to engage when you say, how, you know, what is that community, social, mental, physical, everything around you and the purpose, like how are you going to engage in the community around you? And if you're thinking you want to travel, you want to volunteer, especially if you want to volunteer, you may want to start some of these engagements early a few years ago. So you build a solid network around you to find those opportunities. We are pretty much in the last minute getting down to wrap up the show. Thank you for listening. This is Life Beats with Sirisha on Radio Caravan. You can also check out my podcast, Women, Career and Life. I'm going to spell it out. It's spelled W-O-M-E-N. C-A-R-E-R and L-I-F-E. You can find it on Spotify, Apple, Google, where I share stories and practical advice for you to achieve and advance your career and life goals as you strive towards financial independence. 
we've been talking about how to get our finances in order and our financial health, you can email me at lifebeats104.1 at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. You can tune in every Saturday at 530. Have a great weekend. Bye.